All right, so Gunn, what's new with you? Uh, I recently reached a milestone in uh, the post-COVID recovery. Yeah? What'd you do? Uh, So me and a bunch of friends, all of whom were fully vaccinated, uh, went and rented out a movie theater this weekend. Oh, the whole like a whole room uh, in okay, all right. We yeah. bought the whole house, yeah. and uh, okay. it's an Alamo draft house. So okay. you know they, right. they'll serve you the drinks and they'll serve you the meals and the bottomless popcorn and all the rest of it. And uh, so it was, um, I guess six eight uh, families over there, and mm-hmm. uh, got to watch uh, Jurassic Park oh. in uh, in total comfort in a in an actual movie theater. Like went out to see the movies for the first time. Yeah, and, you know, whenever. Uh, it was great. The experience of watching a movie is everything that you remember it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he, here was a surprise. Jurassic Park is horrifying. Oh, for kids? Yeah. It's scary. It's a yeah. scary movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There was a, there was an 11 year old there whose birthday we were celebrating. And I believe that we may have traumatized her <laughs> quite accidentally. Yeah. No, that's, but, uh, that's a thing that like, I just remember when I took my daughter to like the, her, her first NFL game when she was like nine and it's mm-hmm. like, I, I had happy memories of it and it's like, what could possibly go wrong? And <laughs> it, you know, so it took Lauren there and it was like the, the Steelers versus the Ravens and people had like, it was like an afternoon game. So they had like all morning and all afternoon to get all tanked up. And, <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't just four letter words. It was like complete sentences of four letter words <laughs> and you know, what needed to get shoved up what, and you know, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's those types of things that it's like, as a like 20 year old, it's a 20 year old guy. You're like, yeah, this is awesome. This is cool. And yeah. And, but you totally forget about the, um, things like that. So, yeah. 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 So parents, but think carefully before you, uh, cause, cause I remember Jurassic Park as being relatively tame. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. here to tell you it was not tame. Yeah. 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 Did you, uh, were you just like waiting for that, that part of like, wait, this is Unix. I know this. Oh, I whooped. I, yeah. I audibly, I whooped when that line came out. Yeah. yeah. Were you the only one and everybody like I was the only you? one. Yeah. Yeah. Regrettably, I was the only one who reacted to that line. Um, but uh, also uh, the, the line that got the biggest reaction was a clever girl. Right. Mm. Which is a great line. That's a great line for that movie. Yeah. Which I had forgotten yeah. about. So that's cool. Yeah. What's going on with you? Oh, man. Weather's beautiful here. Got a lot of motorcycle riding in. Just, just great uh just to get out finally it's it's like 70s here um great time to be in ohio nice well isn't it always a nice time to be in ohio no no it's like like three (laughs) months out of the year it's it's nice to be in ohio but um yeah usually like the late fall winter is just real cloudy and gloomy and then uh just like but then springtime hits and it's like, you totally forget about it. It's like, Oh, why, why was I thinking about moving? And it's like, really, it was really good. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're getting a chance to get out. That's wonderful. Yeah. And that's, and that's what, you know, the other thing too, with uh, the mask mm-hmm. mandate with CDC getting lifted or, or, or people, is it like people are people not wearing masks where you're at? And it's like, 
crazy town and it's like the roaring 20s or or what what's that looking like yeah you know i thought this weekend it was going to be like la la land right like people dancing on the cars and whatnot but uh uh, people are a little more casual now about wearing masks uh outside i would say Mm -hmm. like fewer people are wearing masks as they walk down the street for example um Mm -hmm. but all the stores and shops and restaurants and and things still have uh, still have rules around mask wearing so uh yeah i wouldn't say we are back to normal right yeah 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 and I, I think too there's the cdc guidance and then for it to ripple down to the state and local governments and their their uh preferences you know everything's going to be different so yeah, yeah. well and yes and every state is going to be different texas for example we've got 35 percent vaccination rate which is not what it could be um wow hold on a little bit longer oh i speaking of that um you know about the 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 lottery in ohio i did hear about this yes yeah so it's what is that a million dollars yeah i think there are gonna be like five people that are gonna win a million dollars a piece um and i guess i guess they're gonna pull it from the vaccination registry and i don't know if it's like or the people over the last two weeks, I don't know what the rules are, or if everybody that's been vaccinated gets a, a, a name in the thing. And, and in some ways I'm like, well, if that's what it takes to get people to get vaccinated, great. In other okay. ways, I'm like, man, really, it's like when there's so many other countries that are, would love to have the vaccination or the vaccine. Right. Um, and, you know, we're, you know, creating a lottery to encourage people to do it. Yeah, right, right. And I think West yeah. Virginia is uh, paying people $100 to do it. New Jersey is offering free beer, literally. I think the program is called a shot and a beer, right? Uh, oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, in order to get the, in order to get people to be vaccinated. Uh, I agree, but you know, at, if you're gonna spend a million dollars, you could do worse than creating a, a real incentive for, uh, for folks to get vaccinated, right? Um, yeah, there, it, there it would be nice like, if we didn't need the incentive, of course, but uh, but here we are. No, I agree that I, I think that that five million dollars or the millions of dollars is it's actually a good investment that like the return on the in economic impact mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, if we can recover X number of weeks faster. Yeah. So, that's yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. So what do you so? I don't know if I, if I were if I were in Ohio right now, I'd be getting uh, I get my Moderna, I get my Pfizer, I get my Johnson and Johnson. Just you know, oh, yeah, do, do a yeah. real real do like a real genius situation, right? Just get get just load yourself up. Yeah, you you can't win if you don't play. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, yeah, it's like voting, right? It's like get a couple shots, you know, get a couple chances. And... <laughs> yep, it's great, it's great. All right. Well, what's up? What's uh? What's up with the show this week? Yeah. Um. So let's see. We we are going to be talking about optimizing your ad experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, hypocrisy in politics, and then uh, we're going to be making pressure uh, sensors with a piece of uh, uh, with a pencil and a piece of foam, and then we're also going to be uh, discussing some uh, breathing exercises that we could all do later. Oh, nice. All right. Well, that sounds yeah. good. All right. So where, where should we be sending people? Oh yeah. So if uh, if folks want links to anything that we're going to talk about in the show today, they should go to uh, dgshow.org. Uh, that's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we got uh, cutting room. Cutting room floor is is eclectic as usual. So we got the uh, 
ukulele orchestra of Great Britain playing uh, Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Which um, is great. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. And then we got uh, uh, deep fake uh, William Nelson ad for Omega Mart. So, which <laughs> is just awesome. Um, so it's, it seems like a, what is it, like an 80s, like almost like something off a of VHS tape yes. that you would have found, you know, Correct. with that sort of like tracking issue and um, just sort of creepy and all that. So it's like if, uh, and, and it also looks like if, uh, a potential sponsor for us uh, for the show. So for the Omega Mart people watching, you know, that's like, you know, this is this is your demographic right here. So, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only real giveaway was how uh, the only real giveaway was how spry Willie Nelson was in that ad. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing in the cutting room floor is a Zoom Escaper. So it's it's a nice way to use like a, a virtual, um, uh, like a virtual microphone to like patch in uh, like sounds of a baby crying or or um, like have like automatic effects to have your voice reverberate and all that to like get out of meetings. And uh, my favorite one is the, uh, the man uh, weeping uh, <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> so you, you could add that to the track. And uh, so, yeah. Can, can somebody put Dave on mute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, you got to mute your phone. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, and check all those out. Um, and try it out. Try it out in your next uh, video call. So yeah, so you had some fun this weekend. I, I, I gave you an AI uh, um, that lets you create like human faces from scratch. So it's kind of like a Mr. Potato Head for grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, and it works. Uh, it works surprisingly well. Uh, and so it, it's you can imagine it's got this. Uh, you got a control panel where you can like adjust skin color, hair color. Uh, the position of the head, you know, what, which direction it's facing, um, eye color, uh, disposition, right? So you can do like excited or surprised or disgusted or, uh, and uh, yeah, and it generates you a brand new face every time. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. And we got, well, for the uh, picture of the week, we, we uh, that's submitted by uh, Emily Dragoo, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Aisha uh, Devereaux's uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. So uh, check out her creation. And so does, did she, do you think she pulled it off? She was, she was trying to make uh, a picture look like her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, you put a tool like this in, in the hands of a child and they are, the first thing they're going to do is try to create themselves in the tool. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, but it is, uh, it does, it starts you with a kind of randomly generated face and then kind Mm -hmm. of, and and you get to kind of tune it from there. Um, Anyway, I, I, I think it's great. It's a, this thing's a load of fun. It's a load of fun. And it made me wish yeah. I had more sock puppet accounts on Twitter so I could use this, uh, you know, put this good, yeah. put good use. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, this was made by the same people that uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago about how you could buy like a thousand fake people for so many dollars or something. Um, mm-hmm. So this one, it's like, once you create the face that you like, you can actually not only buy the AI created face, you, you also get the uh, rights to it. Nice. Nice. So. That's yeah. right. And then presumably sell NFTs of those, of those faces. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's how they get you. Yeah. Did you see, I think it was Merriam Webster. They, they sold their, or they're actually selling it right now. Um, they're selling the definition of NFT as an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'll, I'll add that to the show notes. Yeah. Um, so speaking yeah, so, of uh, yeah. yeah, so speaking of rackets, uh, apparently yes. Signal uh, was able to successfully embarrass the uh, Facebook ad platform this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this was fun. Um, so like, what's interesting with I guess, well, uh, what is it? WhatsApp and well, I don't know about WhatsApp, but uh, Instagram and Facebook share the same ad platform, and uh, so. Um, but what Signal did was they they bought some ads and they created, well, they targeted the ad for particular, uh, like a particular persona, like a very specific persona. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, uh, you know, made that, they tried to make that ad available. Um, and, but the, the ad was just like an image of like, you got this ad because, and it went through all the things that they picked in terms of like what Facebook knows about you. Yeah. Right. So for example, uh, uh, the, and ad, imagine you're going through your Instagram and an ad pops up and the ad reads, you got this ad because you're a goth barista and you're single. This ad mm-hmm. used your location to see you're in Clinton Hill. And you're either vegan or lactose intolerant, and you're really feeling yoga lately. Yes, not creepy at all. Super specific. Yeah. 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 And then, so then what happened is that they tried to put those ads out there, and then I guess uh, Facebook uh, shut them down. They denied it, um, saying that um, they accused uh, Signal of pulling a PR stunt. And uh, yeah. And then, um, uh, but. Uh, Facebook said that they denied um, actually pulling the ads where Signal said, absolutely, you did. And so it's like, I don't know who you want to believe, but, um, you know, they they uh, actually had real screenshots of, of things that Signal said. So it's it's interesting that the, the uh, difference in truth between the uh, two organizations as well. Yes. And, and it's worth mentioning that this was absolutely a PR stunt, right? There's no... There's no doubt about that. Um, oh yeah, and uh, and mission accomplished as far as signals concerned because they did show people exactly how the machinery behind these ads, right? Um, which I think was the which I think was the purpose. Yes, but what what is so when they call it a PR stunt, um, isn't that a just a degree of like advertising? Yeah, like, I think like, well, I, yeah. it is. It is. I think it implies a certain amount of uh, dishonesty, right? Um, how? So, uh, <laughs> how? How is it dishonest? This is actually on a, It's transparency, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Uh, and so that's that is what I imagine exactly what Signal was telling them, right? Um, it was a, I think, a PR stunt because the uh, it was not a good faith effort to advertise for a particular product or service. It was. Uh, it was a PR stunt in as much as they didn't really want to advertise or draw attention to anything so much as embarrass the platform itself, which they did successfully. So good for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still think it was a good intentioned, like it's a reality check of like, you know, we don't track you and, you know, here's what, you know, compared to, you know, other competing platforms, there is a significant difference. And, the, to me, the interesting thing, the, the stunt part of it was that they used the platform itself to prove to, um, you know, to prove that, uh, that, that their point was correct. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's true. Yep. yep. 
And one of the things in the article, the article author said, um, I'd have loved to see an ad that showed what Instagram really thinks of me. <laughs> and like, my question is two questions for you is, would mm-hmm. you want to see it of what Facebook or Instagram thinks of you? And also um, what if others could see that and are right. there downsides to that? Well, you know, and it makes me wonder, I know that Google offers, if you were to go into your Google account and go into your profile, um, it will tell you what conclusions Google has drawn about you based on mm-hmm. your behavior and your clicking and your viewing. Um, mm-hmm. And so if they mistakenly believe that I'm, for example, uh, single or not a father, right, I could go in and say, no, no, I, I am actually a parent, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's, there's, I, I, have a, I went through that once. I went through that section of the account. Uh, kind of control panel once and it was it was interesting and it was certainly accurate um, but because Google gave me the tools to both see the information and correct it if I wanted um, it felt less threatening to me than yes. like a totally opaque process right 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 yeah like all of a sudden it's like yeah you know, is your search history being used against you for whatever you're looking for or misconstrued right for yes, particular right. things right yeah. and um you know, like you may be looking up something political that you're trying to understand the opposing side's view, but mm-hmm. by you searching for that, does that flag you as that uh, as a of a particular persuasion? Yes, correct. Yeah. Well, and it makes me wonder too. Uh, I mean, the amount of googling I do on my son's behalf, right? Um, like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm doing way more searching on like Crossy Road Castle uh, than I would if uh, if it was just me. You know what I mean? Um, right. And that, but. So that's just one parent's experience. But now imagine it does make me wonder exactly how accurate a lot of these models are, right? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously a lot of time and a great deal of money is spent creating these models. So presumably they're effective. But didn't we learn from the targeted advertising kerfuffle during the uh, the last presidential election that this targeted advertising is actually not quite as accurate or magical as as we're led to believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there were... So the there is a backlash to this where um, like a lot of the newspaper publications are just concerned that it's like the, too much of the advertising power is concentrated in the hands of um, a small number of non-publisher players like Facebook and Google and all that. And mm-hmm. so they are actually flipping it around. And instead of tracking people, they come up with ads that are relevant to the content on the page. So, yeah, so it's like, oh, well, here's an article about Frisbees. And so there's going to be ads for Frisbees on the page because um, it matches that content. And there were, I think it was uh, some Scandinavian country, uh, like a newspaper out there. um, They tried doing that and they actually had um, better results from like an ad click through uh, and also, they got to keep a bigger percentage of the money because they were running right. the platform themselves. Right. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll have to, I'll have to dig up that article. Yeah. So, but I, but I'm, but I'm enjoying. It. I don't know. We've mentioned Signal quite a few times in the last few in the last several months, and I, I like this new kind of throwing elbows version of yeah. Signal. Uh, this is great. Well, yeah, and there's the recent uh, terms of service change with uh, with um, WhatsApp that came out 
just recently mm-hmm. too. So it's like, if you don't accept the terms of service, they're going to start dumbing down the, the functionality until you accept the terms of service. And uh, I think this is also an opportunity for, you know, people to reevaluate their choices and, uh, you know, go, uh, go with something different. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So there, uh, well, let's, let's talk about, uh, um, optimizing our, our brand experience, we or our advertising experience. We you know, we haven't. We, well, we just talked about advertising, but um, um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a new app. It's a proof of concept that's out right now that will always listen to you, and whenever you mention a specific brand keyword, it will pay you some uh, piece of uh, a small piece of Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah this is just a this is a natural this is this is where task rabbit ends right this is the mm-hmm. this is the logical end uh mm-hmm. where you're paying people uh you know uh fractions of pennies in order to uh in order to increase buzz for a particular brand right right and it's and it's not even posted on the socials it's through and it's not even disclosed as advertising Right. Where, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, people could use your likeness of like, oh, well, well, Dave bought this Frisbee or whatever. It's this is more of a just casual conversation, you know, talking about, um, uh, you know, any particular brand. Yeah. Right. It's diabolical and not just for the obvious reason of kind of turning someone into a brand ambassador, uh, which is which was creepy in the first place. Um mm-hmm. But also because the kind of person who's going to be making money doing this, or is going to try to make money doing this, is is uh, is almost automatically going to be somebody um, with uh, who has no other good way of making money, right? Um, and it just it, I don't know. It seems like this is kind of this. It feels predatory um, in the same way that like a payday loan feels predatory, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just because. Right. Uh, like if I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I've got a full-time job and I've got a healthy salary, I'm not going to be indulging in this thing. Um, and now you can imagine a, a dark future where a whole bunch of people who are underemployed uh, are now shilling for uh, Omega Mart, right? Yeah. Or uh, like your Uber driver, right. Is like <laughs> driving you around talking about, um, you know, the Omega Mart, right. Yeah. Of, of why, you know, and like, I can't imagine, um, yeah, just having somebody just like trying to sell you on Omega Mart and just over and over and over again of the, you know, the great, they have great prices, right? That, you yeah. know, I, I would, if there was an Omega Mart in my neighborhood, I would definitely go to Omega Mart. But um, <laughs> yeah, where do you go shopping? Uh, I also enjoy, uh, I also enjoy Omega Mart. And you know what I enjoy picking up in an Omega Mart, Dave? What's that? Is, is a delicious Bud Light seltzer. Oh, I love Bud Light seltzer. It's, it's, it's. I drink it on the way to Omega Mart and on the way back from Omega Mart. Um, I, I drink it that much. So there's really, yeah, there's really nothing like the cool, crisp taste of a Bud Light seltzer. Yes, inside of an Omega Mart. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Um, uh, oh, Ohio politics. You you were talking recently about um, Texas politics. So I got some Ohio t- politics for you. All right. Um, yeah. So. Um, so take a look at this picture uh, mm-hmm. that 
that I have here. Do you notice anything in this picture that's like sticking out at you as weird? Yeah. So the 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 gentleman on the in the middle row of this uh, uh, of this video conference on the right hand side, uh, the first thing I noticed is, is that he is not enjoying a Bud Light seltzer. No, no. And second is that he appears to be strapped into his chair with a uh, seatbelt. Right. While sitting in a office, maybe. Yeah. Looks like an office. There's a, there's a yeah. weird amount of uh, tearing and blurring in this office, though. I, yeah. I have to point out. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it winds up um, a state senator from uh, the county of Delaware, uh, Senator Andrew uh, Brenner, uh, was in a government um, video meeting while he was driving. And um, <laughs> so it was it was pretty interesting. Like if you check the video out, you could see him like in his car. He's putting on his seatbelt and um uh, then he turns on his virtual background. So all of a sudden, poof, he appears <laughs> in his living room in, or, or in his den or whatever in a, in a, in, you know, in a seat, uh, with a seatbelt, a car seatbelt on. And as the video call is going on, he, you could see that he's like looking left. He's looking right. You know, like, like he's like going through intersections. Like it's, it's like totally like, <laughs> totally obvious and just amazing um but yeah and it was um but it, what was funny is that i don't know if it was during this particular one but um there was a um there was a distracted driving bill that was being uh introduced on the exact same day in the uh state house <laughs> yeah poor poor senator brenner i so we can agree that the optics on this are not great. Right. Yeah. So what what would you do in a situation like this? Well, I what I thought was uh first it, this is it is obviously bad judgment, but what exactly was their bad judgment about because Dave, uh both you and I know that we uh, participate in calls in our cars. Like this mm-hmm. is a, this is a thing that we do in the world. We all do this. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um it seems his crime was trying to pretend like he wasn't in the car. Right. Right. Which is confusing because it doesn't look like he he created the virtual he put the virtual background in, which I can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also seatbelt looking left and right. It's he wasn't really fooling anyone. Right. Right. He wasn't trying that hard. Uh, he was trying really hard to drive. I'll give him that. Right. Right. And and so like to me, uh in those situations, I turn my camera off and I'll I'll yes. turn the screen off, right? I'll I'll just do audio right. only uh at, at best. And, um, yeah, but it's like, to me, it's like, oh, that that was bad. And, um, you know, I don't know why, like, maybe, I don't know if there is like some norm or rule that you have to have your camera on and you can't go off camera, but, you know, to give him credit, um, you know, he was like, look, I'm trying to, I had to go from one place to another and, and I, you know, I needed drive time to get there and all that. And that's like, yeah, I get that. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm still not sure why he couldn't just you know turn the camera off and not not make uh, make uh, uh, the national coverage of of the Dave and Gunner show. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, yeah. And it seems like uh, actually it's very similar to the Facebook story in that uh, what made it newsworthy was the fact that he was trying to cover it up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if he simply yeah. didn't try so hard, uh, it would not have been anywhere near as interesting as it as it is now. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially for like distracted, if there was a distracted driving bill, um, <laughs> just don't go on camera, you know, it's like, it'd be okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. My, my camera broke or something, you know, and, um, right. you know, people will give you a pass. And, and I even wrote uh, an article, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes about Zoom fatigue. And it's like, it's okay to turn your camera off and, you know, to, and, you know, have that team norm to say that it's like, okay, there are times when, you know, people aren't camera ready. So just give them a break. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So sometimes you just gotta breathe, you know, just, just like take a deep breath and, and, and enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Dave, did you know that breathing through your mouth or nose was not your only option? No, where else can, where else can, how else, what are some other good ways that uh, orifices that you could breathe out of? Yeah, I wouldn't call them good. I wouldn't call them good options. But uh, Mm -hmm. uh, researchers uh, recently Mm -hmm. discovered that uh, it is possible for certain mammals uh, to breathe through other holes in the body uh, Mm -hmm. related to the intestinal system. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. A little back end. Uh, Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. And, that's right. Yeah. Back backing into the problem, I think, is <laughs> right. maybe you might say. Uh, and uh, the, it's not quite as bananas as the headline might make it sound. Uh, right. Uh, but the uh, but the premise here is that uh, you could take a mammal and uh, through an intestinal gas ventilation system, they descri- as as they described it, uh, mm-hmm. you could actually introduce. Uh, I guess oxygen-rich gases into uh, one's intestines, and the oxygen is then absorbed by the body. Mm-hmm. And how did so, like what was the meeting that led to this of the scientists like gather around and say, <laughs> "Hey, I got an idea," or right, how, how did right. that come about? I, I you know I wish I knew how how they came by this uh, or really what inspired them to explore the topic at all. But uh, what I yeah, did was appreciate it, a bet? <laughs> it was it was. Almost certainly a bet. Uh, yeah. I did like, though, at the end of the article, they did uh, they did uh, they did something very common in scientific papers right now, which is they tagged in COVID nineteen as a mm-hmm. as inspiration for the work. And they said, "Oh, oh right. well, you know, with the with the with the demand for ventilators and uh, and uh, and oxygen enriching equipment in hospitals today, it's it's good to have this other alternative available." Um, and have options. Yeah, yeah, and that's, good that's probably options. how they got I, the funding. It's, it's probably yeah, a COVID right. that they that they. <laughs> Back this into, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in a pinch, uh, you have that, uh, you can, uh, you don't have you to go through your mouth or nose. There are options. That's all we're saying. Okay. There are options. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let's, 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 uh, we'll, we'll close out on a palate cleanser here. Um, so there's, there's a cool video that I saw. It's like six minutes long where, there's this guy, a, a maker. Um, he made uh, some really cool pressure sensors using um, uh, graphite from a pencil, uh, two mm-hmm. wires, uh, and uh, like a piece of foam from a foam map, uh, a foam foam mat, and then like taped it all together. And uh, it winds up being uh, the graphite is conductive, and the more you press on that foam mat, um, mm-hmm. the more conductivity and you could pump that, you know, you basically run, uh, you know, you calculate the resistance like using an Arduino of how much resistance you got. And mm-hmm. then, um, 
you're able to use that as an input device. Oh, like a like a roll your own well pressure sensor. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So like in the video, it's like he was like like pushing on it like a like sort of like a mouse button, but instead of it being like one or zero, it, it would actually have a gradient of like mm-hmm. the more you press on it, the more the bigger the circle would get on the screen. And then um, the other thing he did was he put uh, four of these sensors on underneath like a stool mm-hmm. and uh, you know, under each stool leg. And then by leaning on the different stool legs, like leaning back and forth and, and all that, he was able to use that as like, you know, imagine for like a pong game or something like that to be able to move a paddle back and forth. Yeah. Oh, that's great. How clever. Yeah. And it sounds nope. significantly yeah. less expensive than a, than an Apple pencil. Right. Yes. And that's, um, yeah, it's like if you were to buy the sensor, it'd be like 10 bucks uh, off the street. But, um, you know, you can make it for just stuff lying around the house. And this would, you know, for the kids, this is like an awesome, um, you know, if you're looking for a, a change up for your science fair from the, the traditional, like, baking soda volcano, um, this is pretty cool, right? Um, yeah. The one thing that he did say, though, is that it is highly susceptible to RF radiation, and he had like a light, like an LED light that, you know, that he brought close to it and it, it would create a lot of uh, interference and everything. But man, that, that could be like a super awesome um, just science experiment uh, for, uh, for um, science fair. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Nice work. Yep. All right. All right. So let's see here. If, if um, you know, I'm feeling a little bit thirsty. Do you do you have any recommendations? Oh, Dave, uh, you should immediately well, as soon as we hang up on the call here, you should go to Omega Mart mm-hmm. and uh, buy yourself a six pack of Bud Light Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, very good. So nothing very like good. the cool, crisp taste of Bud Light Seltzer after a hard day's work. Yeah, and a long trip to Omega Mart. <laughs> um, but but it's worth it. It's worth the trip, and and the prices are great. Uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, especially at Omega Mart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so whenever you get back from Omega Mart and you have five more uh, delicious Bud Light seltzers that um, you're ready to wash down, uh, wh- where do you want to send people so they could check out the uh, show notes with all the, uh, you know, uh, they could watch the ukulele orchestra play a little bit of Nirvana for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as soon as they finished their own Bud Light seltzer, uh, mm-hmm. which they purchased at Omega Mart, uh, they should uh, direct their web browsers to uh, dgshow.org. That's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. And uh, and please enjoy our, our interns' stylings, our Twitter intern stylings on, uh, on dgshow.org. So that's D as in Dave, D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show, D-O-T-O-R-G on Twitter. Excellent. Awesome. All right. I'm, I'm thirsty now, so um, I'm going to go enjoy my uh, Bud Light. Uh, All right. I'll see you at Omega Mart. All right.